Master Yoda, please partake with me in this brand new delicious episode of Gen X Reverb. Delicious? This new episode of Gen X Reverb sounds. Partake, I shall. Mmm, yes, good food, good food. Master, are you okay? Spoilers, this episode contains young Skywalker. Sick, I fear I will be. But what do you mean, Master? You can't get sick. We need you to- <coughs> Okay, you're sick. Uh, maybe you should sleep it off, Master. When 900 years old, you reach young Skywalker. <coughs> Grody to the max. Yes, yes, right you are. Sleep, I must. Yes, Master, rest will rejuvenate you. Don't worry about me. I've already seen Andor season one, and this episode's not gonna make me sick at all. R2! There you are, little buddy. The power converters are installed, right? Great, go ahead and fire up the X-Wing so we can get some heat, R2. Let's go ahead and listen to this next episode of Gen X Reverb, brought to you by Dagobian Oyster Skins and Hoth Ale, part of this complete Gen X Reverb podcast experience. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, listeners, to our Gen X Reverb podcast. This is Justin. Today is Friday, Black Friday, actually, November 25th. Bradley's going to be our host today. We're going to be talking Andor. Bradley, you got the floor. When is it going to be Black Friday? (laughs) 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 Black Friday, November 25th. My Wakandans, it's Black Friday, my Wakandans. What's going on, my Wakandans? But seriously, all the Wakandans out there in the... uh, the ether. Welcome to Gen X Reverb. We have as guests uh, Stephanie and Gavin. Um, welcome to the show. Give these guys a round of applause. Good. Yes. No. Thank you for coming. Um, so we are going to be talking Andor on this episode of Gen X Reverb, and this uh, is the first season has just completed. There's going to be mad spoilers ahead, so go ahead and shut this down if you have not already viewed it. Um, well, just. Just pause it. Just pause it <laughs> and go watch the entirety of Andor and then come back. Come right back. <laughs> Just come right back. Yeah. So tonight, like around 1 a.m., they'll be able to. Right. They'll be able to get in here and uh, listen. <laughs> yes. Yes. If if you have time in your schedule to uh, watch the entire first season of Andor, um, I envy you, number one. But all right, let's move on. So here's how we'll do this. Let's just keep this super simple. Everybody. Uh, let's just do a roundtable. We'll we'll start with uh, who's it good to start our, with? Our guests, maybe yeah. one of our guests. Let's do that. Gavin, yeah. are we going to put you on the spot by asking you your overall impressions with Andor? Um, sure. I'll just say I I really enjoyed it. Um, I I enjoyed Rogue One. I think that's the the general consensus, right? Is that Rogue One was pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I was happy to see that we got some more 
character development for Cassian. Um, and I think I definitely enjoyed it more than Boba Fett. Um, and honestly, I don't really have any complaints about it. I wouldn't call myself a critical consumer of entertainment. So, yeah, that's that's about all the thought, the overall thoughts I have so far. Just I enjoyed it. Okay, awesome sauce, man. Thank you. And uh, by the way, that is Ken's son that you just heard. So uh, let that soak in. That's Ken from Gen X Reverb's son. Let's go ahead and move on to Stephanie, our cousin. Go ahead, Ken. What were you going to say? <laughs> I was I was going to say that that's, that's my boy's first review on the podcast. I'm so proud. Was, <laughs> little tear. A little tear. Burning <laughs> down your cheek. They grow up so fast. <laughs> All right, Stephanie, that's what's fun. your general uh, opinion of the show? Yeah, no, I loved it. I really did. The last episode, I was like hyped up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, let's go. Let's watch this. It was, it was good. Yeah, I, I uh, thoroughly enjoyed from the first episode to the last. Nice. And uh, Justin, what about you, man? What's your general opinion? Yeah, general opinion is it's very refreshing. Um, I did want to speak on the fact that a lot of people online are saying that this is not Star Wars for so many different mm. reasons that I don't know. But my overall opinion, yes, we are dive into that. But my general opinion is is that it actually is Star Wars. It's a it's a new flavor that I haven't quite experienced. Um, the espionage flavor. Uh, we got some of that in the film in the in the uh, Rogue One film. Mm-hmm. But I am really enjoying. Um, and, and I'll talk more about it. Um, uh, Andor's character arc and all the people who are connected to him. I'm I am blown away by this by this. Char- the writing is superb. I really don't understand why people wouldn't like this show. It's because they're dumb. Um, okay, and let's go to Ken. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just giving general uh, overall, dude. I thoroughly enjoyed this. Um, it. I've been one to say that in the streaming area era, don't give me the week by week episodes, but I, I did enjoy this because it gave you a chance to kind of digest each week and it really upped the anticipation uh, of, of each successive week. So I think they hit the right, the right mix, man. It, it was a really good show. I enjoyed it. Awesome. And um, as a host here, I don't need to add on top of that. You guys could probably already guess. I feel exactly the same as these, uh, our guests and uh, Justin and Ken. Um, I would like to say, based on what I just said, that they're dumb. Okay, you're not dumb if you don't like Andor. But Ken has been sending us these tweets of this one YouTuber who is just out of his mind. And Twitter agrees. Um, he's saying that Andor is not as good as Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's worse than Book of Boba Fett. And that's his opinion. I respect it. I don't think he literally believes that, though. I think he actually is just trying to get views. Try to get some clicks. He has. Wait, to okay. Who's this guy? I'm gonna find him on Twitter. Uh, I'll send you one of the 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 clean clips. Um, okay. I may have accidentally sent to an unfiltered. <laughs> he he may have accidentally dropped some bombs, some nukes on My us. My apologies, guys. Sorry, I was so I was so angered by what he said. I didn't even hear it. Um, <laughs> but what's this guy's name? I I don't know. It's it, Trash McGee. It Tra- honestly just yeah. his his opinions aren't even well-founded. Like he's complaining about, I, I think the channel is called star Wars theory. His oh, complaints I, I are about, yeah. his complaints are, are about, um, 
basic thing, like just even the general feel. Like I think he was complaining that there were bricks on on Ferrix. Bricks and yes. screws. There's no yes. screws and bricks and, and screws. <laughs> yeah. It's, what? Yeah. He's just like, no, that's not Star Wars, and, dude. Gate the the gatekeepers for Star Wars. Like he's he's the type of toxic fan who can't allow any kind of growth. And it's like, dude, hold on for a second. If you can recognize that if we want to stick to the original era, we have four planets that we can <laughs> that we can emulate. That's Bespin, which was just a bunch of clouds. We've got Tatooine, which mm-hmm. is a desert. Mm-hmm. And we've got Endor. And we didn't even see Coruscant, you know, like in the original trilogy. So I don't know. Just people like him really irritate. Yeah, yes. it's got to be. It's got to. Sometimes people double down. It's like a flat earther, right? They double down on stupid because it gets them the attention that they want. I I feel like that's it. Yeah, Kyrie Irving. Kyrie yeah. Irving. Apologies to our our flatter earther listener. <laughs> uh, Kyrie Irving. He listens to the show, right? Yeah, yeah. He yes. listens every yes. week. He's, yeah, he's he's a big yeah. And and he's a thought offended. a thought about that is is just as immaterial and inconsequential believing in flat Earth versus real what it really is earth <laughs> is i mean getting into an argument about that does nothing for anyone so same thing with star wars it's just like whatever have your opinion but in this in this case our opinion is the correct one please agree with us thank you um <laughs> and on that if you can end <laughs> and thank you for joining us on this episode so i just wanted to ask let's let's do another uh round uh round table here i just wanted to ask what's your if you had to pick a favorite character and episode uh and uh what would it be let's go ahead and go in the same order gavin i am not prepared for this question okay uh, stephanie about that can you come around to me later yep I, I i can go first if anybody's not prepared I, for that i can go okay Justin. i can go um it's definitely gonna have to be luthan um Dude. he's my favorite character because he's so prepared for every contingency um, there's nothing he can't, he can't get past he's, or that he has not foreseen. Um, and th- this is a free for all now, right? I can talk about everything. Yeah. So, go for it. um, I love in the episode where, uh, he, uh, with the echo in his voice was when he was talking to the double agent from, um, the Imperials and he was like, I've given up everything. <laughs> oh yes. Um, I forget exactly what he says, but he gave up. He says something about his mind is a sunless. Um, is a sunless space. So there's people in his past too. Like literally he could, he could have his own show. We're not going to go into that. They, they wouldn't do that, but he could, and we could see how he got to, to this point. Maybe season two will tell us how Luthen even got started into this. Um, but his ship is the dopest. Oh, that's another reason why I love, love his character because his ship, he just talks to it. He just tells his ship what to do. And his ship (laughs) recognizes him. I, I don't know in the last Fondor. episode how Andor even got on the Fondor. I, I'm not how that even happened. Um, right? Is what that was I the only person thinking that? No. Like, hey, how did no, he- I was wondering too. Like, how does he not have security systems that Andor wouldn't be able to find? That's, Bingo. Yeah, but you know. So that's the only character flaw there. You, how'd you let Andor get on your, your Fondor, man? What's going on with that? No, I'm, just, mm-hmm. I'm kidding. Ex Machina. Yeah. And then uh, another thing about Luthen too. Um, how he changes personas to the, uh, to the shopkeeper. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that. The flamboyant shopkeeper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Flamboyant. The f- <laughs> right. I mean, you know, he, he, yeah, he, he's, he's, uh, you know, elbow or, uh, rubbing elbows with, with, uh, Mon the elite, right. Yeah. He's gotta be, he's mm-hmm. gotta be that, that character. 
And I, mm-hmm. I, I thought that he just nailed it. The Stellan Starsguard is just, yeah. Well yeah. Done. And, and, and I enjoy other characters, but he just takes the, he's, he's the guy. He's doing the best mm-hmm. job to me. And there's, and that's saying something because there's so many actors and actresses that are doing such a good job. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's my opinion. Okay. Uh, and Ken, what do you think? Favorite, uh, and what's your favorite episode, real quick, Justin? Just off the top of your head, did you call that one with the Fondor? Uh no, uh, I can't, dude, I, that is a hard question. Okay, man. for the sake so of time, let's, episodes. Yeah, yeah, let's move on. Ken, uh, favorite character, favorite episode, if you can. Let's start with favorite character or favorite episode. Favorite episode is that it's going to be the heist episode because you guys know me. I, I love a good heist. Just Heisties. that the, the armory job was. Oh, the uh, one where they I, finally I, got to it. Yeah, I thought that was a great. Um, you know, just because the how are they going to do this? And there, of course, something always goes wrong, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Uh, that dude having a heart attack was <laughs> just there are a lot of different uh, details in that episode that I enjoyed. Um, as far as favorite character, it it's hard for me to pick a favorite. Um, I thought. No, I, I'm not going to pick a favorite character. I really I really can't because I, I thought it was such a well-rounded cast. Mm hmm. I might change my mind in five minutes, but go ahead. No, 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 absolutely. And the episode that Ken's referring to is the eye, the eye of Aldani. Um, nice heist yep. episode. Uh, Stephanie, do you oh, have? And that, was, and that was a beautiful shot, by the way, mm-hmm. too. I just yeah. at the end, mm-hmm. like flying, because we had no idea what the eye was, right? And then when we saw it, it was just like. Yeah. And while we're on that episode real quick, dude, Skeen at the end. Oh, what a yeah. dastardly mm-hmm. dude. He was like, let's just kill these guys and take the money and dip. Let's oh, go. yep. Um, that speaks yes, to Andor's character. Yeah. Uh, so Stephanie, um, coming to you, uh, favorite episode, favorite character, if possible. Uh, my favorite episode, I think, um, was this last one probably, but I'll say the one where they escaped out of the prison. Um, oh, I don't yes. know what that one was called, but, um, you know, I know Keno's somewhere out. sipping on a margarita. He's fine. He's fine. He's <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> One way out is what that's called. One way out. Yeah. So I, yeah, that whole episode had me hyped. And then just watching Andor grow too as a leader, because he had to like talk him through his speech when Keno was kind of like, he's like, it has to be you. And he kind of was hesitating, like what to say. And then just to see mm-hmm. him like, see Kino kind of grow through that moment too, as he's, you know, encouraging everybody to just do what they can to escape. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that was my favorite episode. And can I say Cassian is my favorite? I mean, I just yes, really appreciate his, Absolutely. his going from, I could care less, just pay me to, mm-hmm. I don't read, want to read your manifesto to, okay, I've experienced this myself and now I'm ready to, you know, turn it around. So yeah. Yeah. 100%. percent yep. Mm-hmm. And by the and way, he has a long, long life ahead of him. Yep. Yep. Uh, 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 up until uh, <laughs> a couple years. years from four now. Four years, I think. Yeah. <laughs> L- literally four right. years? I think it is four Did years. Is it? it is four years. Four more he years. has a long life. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was, I was uh, saying, one way out, one way out. I was like chanting yeah. that in the apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy was like, oh, you need to shut that down. She was imperial that day. Um, okay. And uh, Gavin, do you have a favorite episode, favorite character? And if not, man, no um, I think I, I will say that my favorite episode was the last one. Um, Rick's Road. I, I really liked the scene, like Marva's funeral, um, where they had the music slowly building up. I really enjoyed that. Um, 
but I mean, overall, I, I think any, I also liked the escape episode. Um, I, as for favorite character, um, I, I don't know if I have one at this point. I, yeah, I, I, I liked a lot of the characters, so I, I don't know if I can choose a favorite. No worries. You don't have to. Um, it's just kind of almost a trick question because yeah, I don't have a favorite character either. Uh, so I'll just go last really quick. I don't even have a favorite episode. And I think that speaks to the quality of the entirety of the show because there's characters, yeah. uh, you look at, uh, Lieutenant Gorn on Aldani. I was like, dude, this guy is just such a good actor. Um, what you want? The Lieutenant mm-hmm. is the one that was uh, yelling at the, uh, Imperials to, to get back to work, yep. to get done, to, yep. to paint. Yep. And then mm-hmm. he psyched them out. I love how he psyched them out. Reverse psychology on them. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it was so well done. I mean, just the whole heist. And I agree with Ken on the heisting. Um, then, yeah, you look at um, the, man, the the award-worthy speeches of Luthen, um, uh, what's his name in the prison, One Way Out, uh, I mean, just how he dropped the mic with everything. Kino Loy. Kino Loy, man. I mean, that was just such a wonderful speech. And then obviously Marva, uh, the funeral discourse mm-hmm. that she gave. I said funeral discourse. Like she's giving a talk for her own funeral. <laughs> but I mean, she she, she like. She, she kind of did though. Yeah. I, if you're being yeah, that's honest. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do that for mine. Yeah, I'm recording a, a little. A little, a little hologram. <laughs> like Tony Stark. Everyone please on be our helmets uh, for a message from Ken. So, yeah. um, we are helmets. <laughs> Hi at you. <laughs> <laughs> From on high, I, I think, speak to you. Um, I think that I can't choose a character or a, a, an episode. Again, it just speaks to the quality of the entire season. Um, so I, I just wanted to get that out there. Ken, I interrupted you. I apologize, man. Go. No, no. I, I was just going to add. There, so there was something I found out recently uh, on the that final speech from Marva. Uh-huh. The director was trying to get Disney to let him drop an f bomb in there, and I'm really <laughs> glad that they didn't. What, what, what part? Because why? During her speech, like oh, that's not part of Star Wars. They can't use. They can't use. Well, well, Poe and, Dameron. And that's it. He used. Let what? that sink in, right? <laughs> he was dropping a couple of curse words. In, yeah. Um, but anyway, go ahead. But not that though. Not it, the f bomb. They they try they tried this with Star Trek, and in my in opinion, story, it right? doesn't work. But but there are people who were like, uh, "This this world makes no sense to me because nobody curses." Like that's how much it <laughs> is ingrained in people's psyches that that that's part of their personality that they just cuss nonstop. Mm-hmm. They can't understand a world where they people just don't say that. But like I mean, they do. It's just D- they're Dang not Ferric. words that mean anything. Dang yeah, Ferric and Poodoo and stuff like that. But but to them. They need to be like, they need to, they need for whatever reason, which shows that those words have power. Right. But it, it was just weird that somebody wanted that in there. And it was just like, I'm really glad that they didn't. It would have made it connect. That would have ruined it, to, it for me. Yeah. And it also would have connected it to planet earth, star Trek doing that. They actually are literally from earth, from earth. Sure. Whereas in star Wars, earth does not exist. It's a galaxy right. far, far away. And that's just weird. I know there's other cuss words that they might use, but it, it doesn't take away from the flavor. But anyway, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's more of a temperature gauge of what's going on on planet earth right now. People are just mm-hmm. weird. Um, I, I thought the speech yeah. was well-written, well-acted. I mean, 
Man, if one of yeah. those three in particular, or four, I should say, um, whoever played, what's his name? Uh, Stellan Skarsgård. Um, whoever plays uh, Kino Loy. What's his name? Uh, Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis yeah. or uh, Diego Luna or the lady who plays Marva. Mm-hmm. If somebody doesn't get something, this is going to be weird, man, because this is one of the best written. If any of those had been miscast, I would agree. It would have taken, it would have tanked the entire series. Yeah. Oh, that as well. That as well. But, and, and Bradley, your point is one of them needs to get an award. One of them. One yeah. of them, at least, yeah. if not all four or yeah. more people in the entirety of the show, the acting in Andor is par excellence. This is above and beyond what we um, are used to getting. Like, okay, look at one of the most revered shows from the perspective of Gen X Reverb is uh, Mando. We all love Mando. But the mm-hmm. acting is nowhere near for the entire cast as good as Andor is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give you the example of what's her face, the uh, uh, shock trooper. Um, Cardoon. Yeah, she's not that great of an actor. That lady that played her, she's just somebody. You know, I don't know. I don't know how you guys feel. But she's, she's an MMA on? fighter. I forget what her name is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree with you. She is definitely not a, a great actress. Um, but she she fits. I'm actually kind of sorry to see her go. I don't care about her real life politics. That means nothing to me. Um, she was a great character. I really wish Gina she was Carano. In, yeah, Gina, Gina Carano, Carano. Thank you. Uh, right. Aside from anything, hey, Shari, Shari almost got herself recast because of her politics too, though. Who is man? Shari? People, Shari or Shari, Shari, Shari. From, uh, oh, Wakanda from Forever. Wakanda Forever. Shari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Letitia Wright. Yeah. What was she saying? Yeah, uh, she's she was pretty anti-vax for a bit. Uh, oh yeah. Shut all that down. And she almost lost her. I'm like, man, hey, that Disney paycheck dries up real quick, don't it? Yep. It does. That's why they need to shut that down. But um, Bradley, your question is good, man. I think I see where you're going with the comparison of Andor to the other shows. So we do love Mando. <clears throat> I, I really don't even want to talk about Mandalorian and, and make any comparisons. I would like to compare this to other shows, though. Can, can we I'd do like that? To comp- can I, can I start with a comparison to, um, to Boba, <laughs> Book, Book of Boba? Ken knows where you're going with this. Yeah, please go for it. No, no, I'm not going to pile on. He's trying to set it up. Just, yeah, we got to set it up first. Up. Just do it. Um, Book of Boba was, I. you guys may have finished that show. I didn't even finish it. I gave up like the last two episodes. I didn't even watch them. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're good. It's just Boba Fett, man. I am not that excited about him. I, I was impressed. We did a whole podcast about that. Yeah, I, I think. was impressed with the Book of Boba, but uh, the Pikes, Syndicates, great. This is going nowhere. No, um, but the Lifesaver Warriors. That's when that they put that bad taste in your mouth. The Lifesaver Bikers. That's when, and the, <laughs> the, the, the high-speed chase at 15 miles an hour. Um, <laughs> Gavin, did you Dude, enjoy that? they put in a slow-speed chase, oh, well, that, in was, that, that was wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You guys should have just listened to me. I never even started it. I was like, mm, no, I wasn't asking for that. Wait, wait. So, <laughs> Stephanie, you didn't see Book of Boba Fett? I didn't watch one episode. Oh, no, I damn. watched everything yeah. else, but it just didn't appeal to me. I was like, mm, no, no. Oh, okay. I, I thought it was good, but yeah, Justin and Gavin and Ken, uh, you guys are 100% correct, man. The Lifesaver gang. Um, and then that last episode, spoiler alert, bro. Oh, my gosh. What? Kind of With the rancor. Right? Yes. What happened? Just tell us. I'm not going to even watch it. The uh, kids, the lifesaver, lifesaver kids. Uh, <laughs> they 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 didn't even do anything. They didn't save the day. They were just in it. 
They were being filmed, like just bumbling around, like, "All right, Mike, They're- come over here, get your gun, <laughs> shoot that, and okay." We didn't die, Mike. We didn't do anything. We're just here, dude, talking. <laughs> dude, dude has a horrible. robotic eye and still can't hit anything. Come on. Man. <laughs> That's the other thing. He's got Use a Death Star-sized eye. <laughs> that is hilarious, man. So I, I'm glad I, I missed that. I'm happy I missed all that. It was cheesy. And I, it was cheesy. And, that, and that's the point. I, I don't I don't think it had to be so cheesy. I feel like, okay, so you remember, you remember the uh, the Hammerhead guy who, ha- who was on the throne at first in the first couple of episodes? Hammerhead guy. Uh, hammerhead guy. He what? looks like a hammerhead. Those the aliens. He's the mayor. Oh, um, on Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and it's... It's Orion. I can't remember the name. Something yeah, with an I-G-H. The, the filmography and the seriousness of him speaking to Boba, I was like, dude, they're nailing this. This is about to be good. He He's serious. He's like, you know, calm down before you get capped. Uh, mm-hmm. And I was like, this is going to be a good show. And then, no, here comes the lifesaver, guys, uh, taking water <laughs> from a water guy. I'm a water guy and they're taking my water. Oh, uh, this is what they're going to give us an episode of this. Yeah. Mm. It was okay. kind of like there it was a filler episode, but there weren't enough episodes for the filler to be like acceptable. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Acceptable. You need like a hundred episodes for there to be <laughs> like, like you think about like sitcoms from when we were a kid, it took them like five seasons before they did the musical episode. Nobody wanted. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. That the was music. the equivalent. You know, they have like you have banked up all of this goodwill and you're going to lose some cred. But you go ahead and do the episode that that the uh, the the drama kid always wanted to do. But <laughs> this one. Yeah. Robert Robert Rodriguez, man. He he's, I want to do jazz fingers, guys. Stop yeah, jazz with the jazz fingers. fingers. Yeah. Stop with the jazz hands, bro. Um, <laughs> Stop um, with it. All right. Can I say on Book of Boba Fett, um, you had some really high quality uh, casting there. Ming-Na Wen, Jennifer Bills, Tamora Morrison, um, even Mark Hamill, although he was CGI'd up. Uh, Timothy Oliphant, like excellent Cobb Vanth. Uh, yeah. Um, that episode with Cobb Vanth, that was totally cowboy, man. I mean, just just yeah. so cool told his deputy to get inside and I, I liked those episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I give them props for the continuity from, uh, from Mandalorian. Mandalorian. I give them props for keeping that connected. Oh nice. yeah. By the way, Stephanie, if you are enjoying the Mandalorian, you will have to watch a couple episodes of Boba Fett because there are some True. things that happen that I assume will be carried over with no explanation into Can the Can you tell me which episodes are specific? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll yeah, find out. We'll, yeah. it's, it's Mandalorian 2.5, basically, is, is oh, what okay. it becomes. It's uh, right. episodes well, yeah, 5 wanna... and 6, Stephanie. And 7. 5 and 6. Yeah, because actually, just to speak to how bad Boba Fett got, um, they actually had two episodes of just the Mandalorian. Quite honestly, it was a fetch quest. It was quest. refreshing. It was, it was still good. It was fun. No, it was a good fetch no, quest. Um, so that was in Book of Boba know, Fett? Okay, that's yes. right. I forgot what about that. What do you that. guys think about um, like the flashback uh, part I like, like at the beginning where Boba... I liked that part too with the Tusken Raiders. I thought that yeah. was some was good like, world building. Like mm-hmm. the Tusken Raiders aren't just animals. You can see that they have a culture. The, yeah, it, we we needed we needed to have some empathy for the uh, for the Tuscan Raiders because I think up to that point we were all just like die, <laughs> like they were yeah. they were this the they were the filthy mongrels of uh, of Tatooine, but you know, <laughs> Anakin was not wrong, he was right. 
Exactly. <laughs> they should all die. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then now we feel the same about that bike, the swoop bike gang. Now they've taken the place of the Tuscan Raiders. Yeah, absolutely. And and if you ever give me a backstory of them, I will I will ignore it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you talking about the guys with the horns on their face? Yeah, the, the suit bikers that uh, Boba like lit up with uh, Slave <laughs> One or whatever oh, it's called. Right. Oh, yeah. that's right. He took them out. Yeah, he was. See, that's the thing. That's what I liked is they showed how ruthless after coming out of that Sarlacc, man, he did not care. Right. Like you are yeah. going to die if you cross my path. I think uh, they they did they this just didn't do good. It didn't do as well as they wanted it to do. So bringing it back around to Andor, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Comparatively, let's, let's do a quick round table. Uh, how do you guys feel? And keep your words as succinct as possible. How do you guys feel about Andor in comparison to the other shows, Book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian, and Obi Wan Kenobi? Go ahead and uh, take it. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Ken. Let's go and start yeah, with yeah, Ken. Start with Ken. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to say Andor and Mando are both top tier, like S tier. Uh, I, I don't want to, I can't compare them to each other because they're completely different fields. They're both in Star mm-hmm. Wars. Um, they're both firmly in the universe. They just take place in, in different, different aspects of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you get more aliens with, with Mandalorian versus the, the, more mostly humans uh dealing with the empire in um in uh, andor and then kenobi and then book of boba okay there you go um so. okay so yeah that's good we can just rank them uh you want to go next gavin or stephanie whichever one gavin um yeah sure so i i didn't mind obi-wan too much i definitely think that andor was better than that um I mean, it's not even close, but... Um, I like this guy. I think in comparison to The Mandalorian, one thing that I saw online that I agree with is that Andor had, like, no filler. Every episode, every scene was completely essential to the plot, whereas in some cases, Mandalorian had some filler episodes, or, like, it's just, you know, here's these people that need me to kill a, a crate dragon, so I'm going to do that. But uh, I think I agree with Dad that it's they're very different, so I can't really compare them. Um, and then as for Boba, that would be below Obi Wan. So yeah, Andor is at the top, kind of just near Mandalorian. Gotcha. Cool. Thank Sweet. you, Dad. I like how you said Dad. <laughs> hey, Stephanie. Making me proud. Yeah, similar. Um, I I liked Andor and I think Mando. I'm equally excited for their both of their second seasons. So, um, third season. I think I liked third season oh, of Mando. Third season. Oh, you're right. Third season for their next season. So, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Stephanie. Um, no, no, no. Thank you. I I watched them. Just yeah, they're all running together now. Um, and then I think uh, Obi Wan because it's the only one left that I hadn't seen. <laughs> I didn't watch Boba, so. <laughs> but yeah, I liked. Um, I think I like the acting better in Andor because there's more and there's more characters, right? It's not just him and Grogu running around most of the time. So there's just a lot more interaction with different characters and a lot of different scenery. So. Yeah, and Justin, mm-hmm. did you kind of already go, or did you want to go ahead and put yours in order? No, I definitely wanted to speak on how much I enjoy uh, Mandalorian. Um, it's it was refreshing when it first came out. It's uh, 
it fleshed out the the Tatooine desert even more. Uh, or not Tatooine. Where, what planet are they on? Uh, it looks ta- like Tatooine. Put it that way. Yeah. Oh, um, is it? no. Uh, it's a des- another desert planet. It's nice. Um, uh, it, uh, put, put, put it this way. The guild. The uh, the what's oh, that? that one. Yeah. What's what's uh, what's the, I don't know if that was even a desert planet, was it like it was just kind of a rundown town? Yeah, and then no, later on, Tatooine. Probably the last episode, the one with the droid IG that that looked kind of deserty mm-hmm. when they were when they were flying through. But anyway, mm. um, I like how they how they explained the uh, the guild, the uh, man. What do they call those guys? Bounty, the bounty hunter guys. Yeah. Uh, not Grief Karga, but uh, who's who's the is that his name? Grief Karga. Yeah, Grief yeah, Karga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he's Karga. No, no. So not not that not his character, but the guy who runs the guild. What's his character's name? Grief Karga. I think that's him. It's grief. Yeah, because okay, yeah, cool. so, the yeah. other guy says his name. He's like, you said it like he said it. Grief Karga. Grief Karga. We'll yeah. Love car. his character. I love how him and Mando are now like you know they're squared up. They're good to go. They they work with each other. They understand each other. Um, that's awesome. What I don't need any more of, and don't be mad at me, guys. I don't need any more Grogu. Grogu, kick rocks, man. Get mm-hmm. out of here. Um, th- no, no, and that's just me. That's just me. No, it's, I, I, it's a lot of people. I'm with you on yeah. that, actually. We we oh, get he, it. He's a beloved uh, icon in Star Wars. Get him out of here. <laughs> get him out of here. No, that's just me. And I feel I feel I feel very much like like if they come up with another six episodes where he has to have some kind of arc. I'm like, no, just go be a Jedi. Get out of here. We don't need you anymore to further this. Uh, we need Mando to stop caring about you so deeply. But that's <laughs> why that now let me compare that to Andor. I'm making the comparison. I don't have this little chump running around with Andor. It's Andor. It's a bunch of adults running around, you know, espionage. There is no. Hey, Greg is 50. so he is an adult yep he can be telling me push up your glasses gavin i'm pushing mine up too (laughs) yeah he is 50 i like that good good thought um but yeah and andor is so refreshing because it's like yeah you know my kids can't even be in here they're they're not even allowed to be in front of the tv screen while i'm watching andor because there's too much stuff that'll jade them and and uh, they'll have nightmares and stuff what's this torture scene i don't understand this oh true you know so Mm -hmm. Um, and, and something you don't even have to consider because Gavin is, how old are you now, Gavin? I'm 17. Let me see your identification. Yeah, you're 17. So there is no thought of you can't watch Andor, but I have a, a four-year-old and a nine-year-old. So they, they can watch Grogu. They're not watching that Andor. It's <laughs> it's very enjoyable just to let that flow. You know, mm-hmm. the, the more mature things happen and I just, you know, I'm good. I can watch this. They can't though. Whereas with Indeed. Andor, or excuse me, uh, um, Book of Boba. What's that shouldn't one? that shouldn't flavor your. I love it. Review of it though. Of of Andor or or Mandalorian. Of either. Well, it Just does because I can. We're I can, talking about subjectively you, not whether or not your kids can watch it. No, 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 no. What I mean well, is, he, I is, think he's just saying he enjoys the mature themes that his kids. Yes. Oh, I see. Yeah, there you go, see. Gavin. And Gavin. I, Gavin is a good translator. <laughs> I like this. I like this guy. Gotta have him on the show more often. Yeah, for for my for especially for Justin's my takes, man. You you listen to my takes, and it's like I need a Gavin translator bot. Yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, bro, Andor is it's enjoyable. I'm actually a little irritated that we can't get into season two right now. I need it now. I don't want to wait for it. 
I think next season, by the way, I think I'm just going to hold off until the very end and binge it. I want that. Oh, you are getting spoiled, my friend. I'm I'm oh, going to yeah. text you spoilers. <laughs> Every, dude, you're going to you're going to go somewhere to like pick up a delivery and it's just going to be written on <laughs> on the couch. <laughs> Spray painted on a leather couch, man. Exactly. That's no, you ruined my couch <laughs> and I got a spoiler. No. <laughs> so, yeah, no, this is very enjoyable. So uh, I'll try to encapsulate mine as well uh, along the same lines as Justin. So, yeah, definitely going to be probably a tie between Mando and Andor. Uh, Book of Boba next and Obi-Wan. I don't even want that on the list. That's how much I didn't enjoy Obi-Wan. But uh, going back to what you were saying about Grogu, Justin, I agree. I appreciate that Disney and Star Wars, Dave Favreau, John Favreau, Dave Filoni were able to use that whole trope of uh, uh, the child. Um, that's good, but I think that was they gambled on that and they it won. And you can't, Andor is actually doing the work. They're doing the heavy lifting. They're putting in the reps. They're actually writing good stuff. Uh, Grogu is just a cheap way to get uh, to that cute feeling that people want, um, and merch it worked. Also, yeah, merch. What, what was that again, Gavin? Like it's it's a, a merchandise character kind of like they have to have yep. something that people are gonna want to yeah. buy, and it does not translate into the merchandise. That stuff is ugly, <laughs> <laughs> and I agree with Stephanie on that. So I I think Andor wins out as far as actual sure um, beef inside my burrito. There's no lettuce inside of it. It's just full beef uh, goodness. Uh, I but I do want to give high praise to Mando because I'm going to go through some of these names here. Uh, Pedro Pascal. Carl Weathers as Grief Carga, Giancarlo Esposito as Moff Gideon. Um, we've got, like you, we said, Gina Carano as Cara Dune. Maura Morrison was in it as Boba. Uh, who are some other heavy hitters? Oh, uh, Werner Herzog as The Client. Oh, and let's never forget probably mm-hmm. the best non-human character in Star Wars, in my opinion. I have spoken. Quill, voiced by Nick Nolte. Quill. I mean, Nick just Nolte. spectacular. Amy Sedaris as uh, Pelimoto. She's weird. She's quirky. She adds a lot. Um, IG-11 voice. Having relationships with little, little, uh, <laughs> dating sand people, you know, uh, 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 uh Jawas, people, but, uh, Jawas. Yeah. Jawas. Jawas. Oh, 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 and by the way, the name of the planet is Navarro. Uh, so going back over to perfect Andor, yes. Andor relies heavily on story. The story is just so well written. It's just handcrafted goodness, man. And the dedication. I mean, I think this guy, the, the writers and the directors probably took 10 years off their life putting this together, man. The stress levels that it mm. would take to, to make sure everything happens just as they wanted it to. I mean, Narkina 5, nobody's listening. One way out. Um, just, mm-hmm. And the way they get you emotionally vested. Because yeah. with Star Wars Episode 1, this is the last thing I'll say and I'll let you guys go, is... um. A new hope is you got a teenager running around with his twin sister. Uh, her planet blew up, but it it didn't it wasn't visceral. You know, uh, her her home planet being destroyed was just like, oh no, okay, let's go mm-hmm. to the rebellion. Here, you're like, oh, the Empire. I hate these guys because I don't know what that alien noise sounds like, but it's clearly tearing these people's minds apart. It's torture. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, this show actually draws you out to actually hate the empire. And that's what they did beyond any other star Wars movie that I've seen or show. 100% man. 100. Mm-hmm. One thing there, that I also like, Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 please, no, no, go please, Gavin. Gavin, please. 
um, like on the topic of the Empire, they like just with the way that they had several uh, Imperial characters that were focused on and developed. I really enjoyed that because it it wasn't like they're cartoon villains. Like you can feel how evil the Empire mm. is, but it's still like they're still people and they believe in their cause of you know Deidre, yeah, the galaxy from yeah. I like yeah. how cowardly they I, I, I like Cyril too. <laughs> yeah, I like how cowardly sure. they showed. I don't know who what his name was, but the one who was crawling to get away from the crowd. Oh, the, oh, the guy that oh, got, the, that got the, stabbed. The, the guy was in charge. No, no, no that was yeah. not the guy that got stabbed. That was no, the, the, the one guy who was actually all in black, and he was like, "Go shoot, shoot!" You know, fire yeah, yeah. at will. But he was in the middle he let of that, that speech. Crowd. Go on way too long. Crawling <laughs> yeah. for his life to get out of that scene. And yeah, he was a big man until he got power. knocked down. He took the brick to the face, right? Was that mm-hmm. him? Yeah, he did. He yep. did. The he old Marva brick. Yeah, the Marva brick. Yep. <laughs> Dude, I, I, you know, I'm really, so this actually has me really excited for the next couple of Star Wars series. I know I'm probably the only one who's excited about Ahsoka, but did you guys hear what was just announced? No. No, oh, I did not. No. Dude, the Babu Frick series is coming out. <laughs> Get that out of here. <laughs> The Babu Frick uh, origin. I'm ready. <laughs> Dude, speaking of what you were saying, Justin, Babu Frick is an example of merch and and uh, uh, pandering to people's mm-hmm. desire for cutesy wootsy. Because when I saw episode nine, I was like, what is this? <laughs> the more you know, man. Oh, man. No, I, I'm sad that it's not a thing, but. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, so Babu Frick, um, this is one of the best and worst Star Wars characters I've ever seen, man. I, I can't stand that guy now that I... By the way, the, just a quick segue. The aftermath of episodes 7, 8, and 9. Now that the, the air has fully cleared, man, I, I gotta tell you, tell you guys this. All three of those movies make me sick. I do not like them. Oh, man, let's speak on that. I don't like them, and um, I don't hate episode seven but i don't necessarily like it anymore and that's saying something man um definitely episode eight you know i hate that one episode nine i kind of hate that one too the smoke is cleared i am seeing it for what it is and it was a serious cash grab i'm sorry i'm not i'm not budging from that opinion um they messed up star wars man go for it yeah thank you thank you man i appreciate that man They put all this trauma on me, man. You know, I grew up in the era with episode four, man, a new hope, man. And, and Luke was the, the hopeful Jedi, man. Other than Qui-Gon, Luke was hopeful, man. No, but um, that that's my the na- thing. My they- name's Justin, and uh, and I hate Star Wars. I just, yeah. I just had to say it. Yeah, uh, no, no, I don't hate Star Wars. Um, I, I love I Star Wars. and uh, But those three films, in hindsight, retrospective, I just can't understand what disney was thinking other than dollar bills i just don't understand it can we round ra- can we round table that real quick um, go ahead but that's my opinion but i would love to hear you guys' opinion yeah please ken tell us what do you think about disney's trajectory from those three compared to how they're doing now with uh andor look i i feel like disney had a new hot property they had to do something with it um i i still think Force Awakens was a great, a great movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I would question Justin. When is the last time you sat down and watched it? Um, because I watched them too many Kylo times. Ren, 
Kylo oh. Ren was a great bad guy in, in episode seven, my opinion. I give you that. And he um, didn't even take a shirt off. Yeah, thank, exactly. Thank he, he, heavens. We yes. didn't even know how buff he was. Until, <laughs> no. So, um, yeah, I thought episode seven was really good. I think the way he was introduced, there were just some really good storytelling points there. I think episode seven suffers because episode eight did such a disservice to Star Wars in general with 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 Ryan Johnson's choices. And then I'll still say last Jedi, like I'll watch last Jedi because it is a beautifully shot film. Like mm-hmm. dude, again, I, if, if you cut out the fathers, you cut all that garbage out <laughs> and last Jedi is a better film. You can leave Rose uh, in it. I'll let you have leave, Rose switch Rose, leave Rose in it. Just switch. Well, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> put, absolutely. put her in that, that fire at the beginning. Dude, that would have been that would have been me all day. I'd be like, hey, hey, Ryan, just a couple of notes on this script. Are you sure it's the fat one that survived? No, I'm, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, um, I, I do think. Well, and then in Killing of Snoke, because I I was excited for who is this? Who is the bad guy? That's what I'm talking and about. And then for Ryan Johnson to just come in, kick the door down, and say this doesn't matter, this doesn't matter, and this doesn't matter. Yeah. And it was like, no, you are so in- incorrect, sir. And then mm-hmm. episode nine felt like it was a, a retcon. So episode yep. nine, what could we have had with episode nine if it hadn't been for we need to go fix some of what Johnson did? No, don't get me wrong. There's a couple <laughs> of aspects of episode nine where it was like, okay. You know, we could have done better. We could have done better, better by Billy D. One hundred percent. Wait, what? Not just what? having flirt with, not just having flirt with the girl that was potentially his daughter. You know, we don't we don't know. <laughs> and I didn't so even feel always, like he was flirting. By the way, I don't know. There's why only so many that. black people in the Star Wars universe. You know, right. so come on, you got to be careful, Billy. But Billy D um, is Lando, right? Lando, yeah. Okay. How you doing, Chewbacca? Hey, is it just me, uh, or is the guy oh, on God. Wakanda Forever? There's a Wakanda Forever elder. Yeah. Isn't he the guy that yes. um, is in one of the ships? Yes. He goes rebels, the one that dies. God speak, rebels. Yeah, that guy is in Wakanda Forever. I think the guy he's, with the beads on his face. I I noticed yeah, the, that as well. Okay, cool. It, <laughs> the it, beads he's on his face. He's a Star Wars. So that's it, so I I still because you guys know I'm a diehard Star Wars fan. So I I, I will accept a few more beatings. Than, than you guys will. I mean, it, call it PTSD, call it whatever you will. But I, I, I think with just a few better choices, seven, eight, nine could have been much better than they were. So but I, I don't hate them. They don't make me sick. Well, we're good. Yeah, we'll come back around to you guys again. So just in that up real quick. Well, actually, you you did good there, Ken. Uh, Stephanie, how do you feel about how the previous uh, trilogy? Uh, that Disney kind of blundered, according to Justin and Ken, are comparing to the way Star Wars is doing now with the Disney uh, Plus TV shows like Andor. Yeah, so I'm not going to arm wrestle Justin to change his opinion because I'm kind of leaning closer to what he thinks on that because I think six was good, Force Awakens. Um, Seven. I felt like, can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, we can hear you. Sorry about yeah. that. Okay. Yeah. I felt like Kylo Ren's character was kind of like weak sauce, like crying all the time and all that. Like, I, I, I couldn't get into that. Um, <laughs> and then I didn't like what they did with um, Mark Hamill's character. Nine. Like mm-hmm. he just looked like some, you know, a recluse out there. They just ruined to me who he mm-hmm. was 
in that movie. And it's like, we want to hold on to our, our childhood visions of, of Luke Skywalker. And they just like destroyed that for me. So I think the first one was good. They could have probably just stopped or <laughs> figured out a way to end it there. But I know there was more. Mm, I agree. Wait. They had to keep I agree. it going, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I wasn't mad at that one, but the other two, I could have, yeah, the casino thing and riding on those weird, I don't know what those things were through the casino and all that. Five years. Yeah. Yeah. That whole scene could have went <laughs> like it was all, yep. it was just too much. But um, yeah. And, you know, you kind of think, okay, you know, is it just this cash machine and nothing coming out of it is going to be any good? But then Mando came out and it did restore my faith. Okay. Um, in the franchise. Nice. And has Andor as well. So your faith has been restored. It was restored. A sad light. And I just want to say with light. baby Yoda or Grogu. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> if they can have him start doing stuff, you know, yes. like turning into a right. Jedi before us, you know, then they can save. If he's just gonna go around being a baby eating little whatever weird stuff he can put I in have his mouth. I'm, I'm I eat that. Too. <laughs> <laughs> or some throwing. What's going to eat this week? <laughs> children is going to try to swallow. Season three is a cooking show. It's basically <laughs> just a Mando and, Mando and Grogs cooking show. <laughs> Blue throw up yeah. cookies. All right. So, you, uh, you need me to warm that up? Let me shoot that with my blaster. <laughs> All right. It's hot now. <laughs> I agree with that, um, by the way. But, Gavin, how? what's your opinion of the trilogy that Disney did compared to what they're doing now yeah so compared to what they're doing now absolutely this is way better um but i don't hate the sequel trilogy there was nothing in there like so this is probably just because i don't have as much nostalgia for the original series as you guys but i don't think luke is like holy ground now hold on a second can we mute him i think that I'm so proud of my son. Not anymore. (laughs) Say it again, Um, Gavin. I'm sorry. sorry. I think you could say it's a bad character arc for sure, but I don't think it was that bad. Uh, But I don't know. That's just, yeah. Um, I will say definitely there is a lot of missed potential. Like the expanded Star Wars universe had a lot of good stories, I think, that they could have tapped into. I've read the um, the New Jedi Order series, or at least all of them so except good. the last one, um, with the Yuzhan oh, Vaughn. read the last Not one. Sure. Gotta read the last one, dude. I know, I know, but I've spoiled it for myself already. Oh, that's right. So, Gavin's yeah. the spoiler but. king, man. He, he and Justin <laughs> could get in a room and just ruin everything for everybody. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, they... They could have chosen a story that was so much better than just it's the Empire again, and this time they're they, they have new stormtroopers. Can helmets. you imagine? So it, it was just if they had introduced the Yuzhan Vong. It, if yeah. they had if they had followed the New Jedi Order series for the sequel trilogy, guys, it it would have blown it would have blown minds. Okay, so so go ahead and you can you can blow my mind because I'm not going to read any of that. <laughs> who's, who's this guy? They're so the Yuzhan Vong outside is, the galaxy, right? They're from outside, so they like you can't feel them in the force. They grow their ships, and they have absolutely no sympathy. Like they, they introduce these characters by them dropping a moon on a planet and killing Chewie. Like Chewie's dead in the first, the first book, and it, and it's, I mean, you're reading the pages, and it's very, 
like it devastates Han. It, like it took it took like three mm-hmm. or four books for him to recover. It, it, it was a really good series. Wait, 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 wait. So we're not getting any of that ported into the actual theatrical releases. These books. Okay. This is. No, oh, yeah, no. It's, yeah, it's nothing, uh, nothing from the books has you, made it into the, to the trailers or to the, the movies. Including Mara J. Yeah. Luke's wife in the books. Yeah. Right? I yeah, thought Mara we were Jade. supposed to get some twins, <laughs> yeah. right? Some, some kids from Luke and Mara Jade, weren't we? Yeah. That would have been amazing too. But see, and I, I think that's the thing is like Disney said, well, we're going to make movies, but if they had focused more on developing the story of Star Wars using series the way they are with like Andor, mm-hmm. even with Boba, it's still filling in blanks in the universe. Like, and admittedly, like in the expanded universe, there are a series of books that are just complete garbage. And it, like there's mm-hmm. and there's books that are just they're silly, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, this is a throwaway. But, it te- you know, it at least fills in like the Star Wars universe. They could yep. have been doing that and then say, look, now here's a movie like gauge what use the series mm-hmm. to determine what it is that people want. Right. So we, we gauge like critically and or is it. But it unfortunately doesn't have the the viewership numbers. What does have the viewership numbers? Mandalorian. So we take. You know, we take something like that and then you create a theatrical release that butts up against that or something. You know what I mean? Like that's I think that that's what they could have done. And it would, but I, I think the movies came out obviously before Disney Plus was even an idea. So they weren't mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. thinking of of creating series yet or they at least didn't have the distribution yeah. platform for the series yet. So, you know, would they have redone it? Will we get a reboot on seven, eight and nine? No, I, look, no, I, please I'm, don't. Dude, wait, wait, hold. Hear me. How out. Can wait, wait, wait. Be, how I can. Mean, yeah, go ahead, Gavin. Sorry, bro. If you can discredit, I mean, you don't have to agree with the current trilogy. So if there's a new one, you can just say that one was bad, too. And it makes no difference. At least they it has the possibility of being good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree mm-hmm. with Gavin. And by the way, just for the sake of time, I'm going to give my opinion about those. I thought all of the the new trilogy was good, but that's because. I don't know where I was at in my life, man. I walked out of the theater every time like, wow, that was great. And I remember getting on (laughs) Facebook or just talking in cousin chat and people alerting me, hey, bro, just so you know, nobody likes this movie. And everybody's like flipping over cars over episode uh, eight. (laughs) I'm flipping over cars. I'm like, what? No way. People are irritated. You guys, I remember in Gen X Reverb chat, you guys were like, yeah, Brad, people are livid. I'm like, no way. I got to go to work. I see it. Bye. (laughs) Um, it's just not that important yep. to me. And I, 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 for one, just so you know, Gavin, I agree with Justin, Ken and Mark on episode uh, eight. Um, uh, mm-hmm. Johnson, he messed up, but man, it was just such a good movie. Even the writing was good in of itself as a standalone see, movie. I say see, that all the time. Go ahead, Jess. I'm sorry, bro. That, that is not <laughs> what I am talking about. No, you're talking but, about uh, the continuity and they messed up the, the whole art. What Stephanie was saying, which I 100% agree with. Dude, look. Had he come through and had been a clean shaven um, like he is in Mando, had he been kept up his his routine, he turned his father Mm -hmm. from the dark side. He helped him come, you know, redeem himself. He believed in him. And that was the whole. See, that was the funny part is that his story arc in the first trilogy was, dude, no, Emperor, I will not fight you. I will not turn to the dark side. How would he give that up? He would never give that up. up. So never do that. I would love to have seen him get. Married, maybe, you know, like Anakin, and actually yep. prove that you don't need to follow the Jedi code. You just that need to be. That would be an oh, awesome twist on the on the Jedi lean principles. Lean more into the gray Jedi. Yeah. Yes. Have your kids, train them with lightsabers. Uh, if Rey is in it, they're just ninjas going throughout the galaxy fighting the new empire, which is a.k.a. the resistance or See, the uh, first order. Sorry. 
So for, for, first of all, I, I, I wanted to hear Ken's idea because he actually did not get to say his idea. You had an idea, Ken. You said, wait for it. No, I just it. No, I mean, look, look, how many times have we rebooted Spider-Man? Yeah. And everybody is, is OK with it. And they did not, it until no, they hit the right one. When you well. say everybody, you mean you when you anytime we say the word everybody, the, the what general we mean consensus. is the general. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Right. It was a it was a critical success. Yeah. Among the masses. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um, but I'm just saying, look, look, man, if we could reboot seven and make it not about not another Death Star, if that was the biggest complaint about seven. But I don't know. Like we'll you never get John Boyega, Boyega back. Star Wars. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, we can't do that. Wait, wait, say it again, Stephanie. I'm sorry. You'd have to introduce multiverse. No, you can just say that the first three were like... Tests. It was a... fiction. What do you call it? Like they were just doing some It was a fever dream. It was a fever dream, you know? I think they could do that. Good thing that didn't happen. Because here's the thing. Episode seven could have been exponentially better had they uh, made Finn Force-sensitive... Um, made him into a Jedi and Ray at the same time. Um, I think the Death Star thing was just the formula that works. We're, we're eating the dog chow no matter what they put out, man. Um, and they know that right. that was going to work. But had they kept Finn and Ray on the trajectory that J.J. Abrams had him on, I think that would have worked. Snoke was my only problem. Everybody wanted that. Everybody wanted Finn yeah. as a Jedi mm-hmm. and Ray. She could have been the Han Solo type, whatever. That's what every single person wanted. And yeah. so, but, yeah, but you took it away. Ryan Johnson is like the child that does exactly the opposite of what you tell them yep. to do. He's a contrarian. <laughs> he's an abs- Yeah, he's a contrarian. Hey, hey, pick that up. Nope, I'm not going to pick it up. He still did. I mean, in episode seven, Ray demonstrates that she can use the force right right we're right. just saying so it, it technically it was it was i guess you're just saying J.J. Abrams who, who started that yeah, yeah. Let, let me okay. give you this last thought because i know you guys got to get going so do we um had jj abrams directed part two or the other guy who, who got fired they wouldn't have taken finn's powers away from him they would have continued yeah. on that arc and that and they also wouldn't have made luke a loser that's the main thing it messes up the yeah. whole all three movies get messed up in my opinion well i don't think luke was a loser at the end of episode 7 on that island he was a musty old man on on did Act we know Co- he was a loser well, he had nothing no words came out of his true, mouth true 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 what was he doing there though we just needed a better reason as uh, to why he was, was training. there ah <laughs> uh, okay yeah. Maybe there was like some Padawans there with them that they could have put. I don't oh, know. and also the whole, uh, the, the, the theme of the movie, he was hiding. Why was he hiding? And also I've never gotten, how do you need a map uh, out in outer space? Can't you just sense where the planet is and, and find it with a radar and then just go straight to it? I never got that, but that's completely oh, like the both point. planets, uh, Baktu, Bak, not Baktu, uh, the one that he was on. The one that Luke was on and then the uh, one that the Emperor was on. Like, you need a wayfinder Exical. to find this dumb planet? Yeah. Mexico? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But that's, I mean, that's beside it's, the point. It's, it's intriguing. I like the fact that it's very like, oh, this is nice. Where, how do they get there? But well, my point cool. was, is why was he in hiding? So even, I'm just saying in episode seven, they already had that baking. Like, it's like, you're a loser, Luke. Why are you a loser in hiding? Why are you leaving? What y- Your sister is still fighting with the resistance. But you're not, you, you just went away and they need you, which is what Ray was saying the entirety of episode eight. We need you, Luke, come back and help. And he's like, no, I need to drink my blue milk because my yes. bones are. 
I need my Keystone Lights. Do you have any Paps Blue Ribbon? Uh, you so, don't get off the planet until you do. So come back with beer. Go ahead. What I'm we're sorry. basically saying for our, <laughs> I just got what you were saying. Keystone Light and Paps <laughs> Galactic Paps. Um, basically, what we're saying is that Disney just dropped the ball phenomenally, and we've we've said that a million times in different ways. My my thing was since this was an Andor cast, is I just wanted to show uh, personally how I feel like the director. What's his mm-hmm. name? Um, I forget his name. Troy. Gil- Tony Gilroy. Nope. Tony, Tony Gilroy. Gilroy. I was Tony close. Gilroy. Yep. Um, he's doing a a pretty spectacular job. I mean, we're all intrigued. Writer, by the way, writer. There you go, writer, writer. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, so anyway, that's all I'm saying. Who's is that- directing it? Who, who's directing this? Toby Hayes directs the first three. Susanna White is, directs the second two. Benjamin Carson is the next one. Then back to Toby Hayes for the next three. Then Benjamin. Dude, how did they manage to have so many different directors and keep the same flow? Keep it consistent. I think that was a tight oh. shit, man. Whoever was it in charge ran a tight shit. It had to be. We I we need to introduce whatever whatever punishment and and stick hitting there was that needs to be in Mandalorian Mandalorian season three. I, I, I don't let's stop being all over the board with episodes and just because one one guy likes um you know hot rods from the fifties, let's not let him introduce those just because yes! he thinks that they're cute. You know what yes! I'm saying? Like that was that was my biggest complaint about Boba, man. Robert oh, Rodri- Rodriguez. Just that's what you're saying is him, Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, never yes. let him on a Star yeah. Wars set ever again. And I like Star Trek growing up. So I have dog <laughs> people. I, I, I worry about this. I do worry about this, like going forward. So, you know, obviously I, I feel like Disney has pulled back their offer of a trilogy to Ryan Johnson. I, I think it's literally only his fans that are crying for it. Um, but Taika Waititi. <laughs> oh, please take I his away about, too. I, I worry about his because, dude. Somebody brought up a good point, man. Uh, he has turned Thor into a, a running joke. Like it's it's all comedy, uh, and bingo. I don't need a Star Wars comedy series. We cannot I have don't. that. We cannot no. have that. No, no, no. Yeah. If if let if we him could let digress. him direct the TV show that's on the, in the background or something, but don't <laughs> don't give him a series. I'm <laughs> I'm gonna go out go out on a limb here and say I actually watched that dumb movie last night, Thor: Love and Thunder. What a waste of everybody's time! Wait, wait, you watched the whole thing, <laughs> Bradley? You watched the whole thing? Yes, it was a train wreck. That man. is amazing. There, you know when I were tapped out? Two parts that were funny. There were two parts that were funny to that. Oh, Kenny watched the, the, the hammer. I did. Uh, the. I was on a plane, dude. I had to watch something. The plane, the uh, <laughs> you the have an hammer, excuse. The the relationship between Thor and his hammer had some very comedic moments. That was literally the only part of the movie I enjoyed. I was like, the rest of this, I'm I'm not. It was I, trash. Let's get past the title. Uh, <laughs> What's I, that? You couldn't get past the title. <laughs> How could you get could get past the title? I was like, that sounds cheesy. I can't. Yeah, Love Stephanie, you're you're yeah. right. You are correct. Yeah, and they told you. Um, no, they, well, see, here's the thing. This is going to be bad. With uh, <laughs> Thor Ragnarok, um, he, uh, Taika Waititi, I think, did a pretty good job, honestly, in that. And so that's- He did. He hit the right mix with, with that, and then he then he doubled down on the comedy. It was dumb. the second one. It was insanely dumb. It was- I can't believe you I, watched I the whole thing. I didn't care that Natalie Portman, I didn't care about her character. One, one bit. Yeah. 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 Was I supposed to? 
No. Uh, yeah, she had cancer. You were supposed to. But, <laughs> but he did not nail that. He did not nail you feeling sorry for her. Yeah. Hey, guys, I was out of there. And I'm about to be out of here. We're all about to be out of here. But I was done with that movie when I saw those goats, man. Oh, goats. I, goats. I turned goats my TV goats. directly off. Those those goats, goats that were making the noise. yelling goats. The it was yelling. Some, like 16 year old, oh, 15 year old humor. You know, like I was like, I, I can't do Beavis funny, and Butthead. Dude. This is this is not going to work for me. <laughs> TV so, off. So without getting into that movie, bringing it right back around to Star Wars. Stay on target. For that reason alone, I think he needs to be unplugged fully from Star Wars immediately Get out. Yeah. <laughs> but you know they're not going to. Well, because the powers that be. General consensus, if I could just chime in and I'll I'll drop and let you guys <clears> go. <throat> um thoroughly enjoyed Andor. Cannot wait for season two, which they started filming this week, by the way. And I think they'll be done with it uh next summer. So who does that mean we start getting our first episodes in November again, hopefully. Either way, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the cousin chat, uh or the Andor cousin the chat. Andor that cousin was, chat, uh, yeah. Dude, we were all 100%. I, I loved that we were all on the same page with it. Um, I don't know. I thought, I thought it was great. Enjoyed mm-hmm. enjoyed the ride. Absolutely. Absolutely. Me as well. Thank you, I'm guys. not going to say anything. I'm just going to ditto Ken. And thanks for joining, Steph. And I'm most excited to see Cyril's love grow. Oh! <laughs> that okay. awkward, now awkward I have love. to say something. <laughs> we couldn't it's end so it without weird, saying man. something about their love story. That's... Oh, I, so when, true. When 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 that was going on, and they were in that shed, and she, uh, whatever was going on, the palpable. Said, yeah, I said to Tracy, I said, if they kiss, I am so done. I that just <laughs> no, don't. I needed that. We all needed that kiss, man. That oh. awkward, just just weird kiss. Because uh, then you can was, clearly see that they're both very crazy, right? Yes. I'm, right. I'm gonna take you home to mother. Like that was just waiting for him to say that. <laughs> she will make you yeah, she'll make you cereal. This is amazing. I don't. I know it's not supposed to be comedic, but I laughed so hard on that scene and when the guy was the stormtrooper was climbing the tower and got kicked. He just got yeah, dude. Like, I'm not supposed to laugh Took at that, but chest. I I laughed. No, but you know what? He, he said. You know what Cyril said? It's her. He said yes, that. Yes, yes. Oh, did he just say it's her? I'm gonna kick this <laughs> dude. Like, settle butt. down. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sir, yes. calm down, sir. It's only a <laughs> yeah, two cat moduls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I should probably say oh, thank man. you. Have a swig yeah. of this swill, sir. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Have a swig. I made it. Uh, <laughs> I made it in my own bathtub. <laughs> so. So specifically going into that episode, Rick's Road, I, I really enjoyed um, all the little small stuff. Like, for instance, uh, Sir and uh, Cyril switching hats, because when they did it, I was just like, OK, what, what was that? They were just showing you that they had on a uh, garb from Ferrix and they just switched caps because, hey, yours looks better on you and mine looks better on yours. That's my guess. Okay. I didn't even yeah. get it. I was they're trying, trying to, to figure out that they switch whole outfits, but it was just the hat. <laughs> I don't think they're the same size. I, yeah, they're not. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think they could fit. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, that, um, was, that was interesting. What's that guy's name? I don't know. Uh, okay. But one of my favorite parts was uh, when uh, 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 Senator Mon Mothma told what's his oh, face dude. to put his thing on mute and he was straight listening. Um, and how she's setting her husband up because she knows he's not gambling. Right. That was, see, yeah. so the intrigue that this show is building 
is masterful and it's introduced into Star Wars in a way that actually makes it believable because otherwise it's just uh, a drama, you know, like yeah. a fraternity, uh, Grey's Anatomy. Uh, th- this is just really good. The probable- But this is all a part of the uh, the rebellion. It's yeah. all leading up to- Yeah, this she big- knew she knew he's a spy, right? Yep. Mm. Yeah. And, Explain uh, yeah, that, that to me, that guys. That was excellent. She knew that well, he she, was- She mentioned yeah. that he was new. Yeah, she's like, I have a new driver- and so they knew she, she knows that she was being spied on. So when she said mute us or give us privacy, she knew exactly what she was doing. That whole conversation that was masterful. And I think that was the uh, the guy that um, is helping her out. Um, forgot his name, the, the mobster that that was his doing. Right. So it's like, look, we got to do something with this money. You need to make it sound like he's gambling. Oh, scolded and of course, Perrin. Davos Golden, Sk- right, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, Devo, yeah, Davos Golden, dude. That that part was, dude, some oh, amazing maneuvering. That my, is what they were res- doing. My respect for Mon Mothma just shot up this entire series. Oh, she's she's wonderful. Yeah. She yeah. is taking on the the mob of the Empire, yeah. um, and she's nervous about it. She's she's you know always uh, uh, anxious, but she's getting it done, man. And, and obviously, she survives. She gets she gets all the way sure. to episode um, four. Uh, <laughs> but hey, I gotta, I gotta bail, guys. All right, like Bell Organa. See you, buddy. Yeah, Bell, Bell Organa, man. He'll be in a uh, right. se- season two, episode one. Just kidding. Hopefully Jimmy not. Smith's is uh, like, like Jimmy Smith's hip. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> See you, kid. Like so, um, uh, it's just us three left. So, any last words on Andor from any of you guys? Any of you? Two, I'll let rather? Stephanie go. I'll let Stephanie. Yeah, I just want to say during Marva's speech when Luthen was looking at looking up at her, like you could just see something clicked with it with him. Even though he's all in for the cause, it was like it hit him differently mm-hmm. hearing mm. her give her speech, and that was pretty awesome to me because you know everybody was kind of evolving through that speech or you know ready to be. They were moved by her speech, but to see him kind of be moved by it too, I thought that was just really good acting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to rewatch mm-hmm. that. Excuse me, I didn't chime in on um on Cassian because I was wondering about um the guy who turned him in for the reward. Looked like you're arresting me, and then how he just died from the bomb that the one kid uh, made. So mm-hmm. it was, I like how the the writing of the show is just shows how there's not really any clear winners in war. I know that's a a huge, oft repeated uh, uh, trope in movies and whatnot, but uh-huh. that episode yeah. definitely showed he that. Looked, even he looked a little guilty during her speech. Yeah. You know, like, who, who? man, I just traded in everybody for this, you know, like, I don't uh, know. There was a lot of emotion going through the eyes of the crowd and you could just, it all sat differently with whoever was, you know, they panned in on. I thought that was really cool. So I'm so trying who, to avoid saying, guilty? I'm trying to avoid saying the black guy, Justin, but that identifies him immediately. <laughs> oh yeah. No, he definitely looked guilty. The one who turned Andor in. Mm-hmm. Who, who, yeah, yeah, yeah. He definitely looked guilty. Uh, the kid who made the bomb because his dad got killed. Yeah, um, him too. Yeah, he. But he knew he was he he knew what he was doing. He was stalwart in his goal to to at least toss that bomb into a middle of a, a middle of a crowd. And excuse me, he wasn't guilty. Uh, he did exactly what yeah. he was supposed to do. <laughs> he just needed courage. <laughs> who was his dad that got killed? Uh, the guy. When they first started hitting all those uh, little little plates and metal things on their doors, he was running around with his dad. Yeah, the one who um, owned the shop that Bix would go to to uh, send the transmissions to Luthen. Right. Yes. Oh, that was their dad that they tortured and yeah. Oh, 
Hung. That was his yep. dad, yeah. That was his okay. dad, yeah. Okay. Salmon Pack. Yep. Oh, that explains. Okay. I was yeah. wondering who the who the hologram was of. That was him. So, that was his was dad. Him. Okay. Yep. I'm trying to make that connection. But so now okay. they're all on the ship at the end. Um the that kid, who else is on there? Uh the droid. What's his name? Mm-hmm. Uh B2. B2. The guy, the 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 heavy set guy that's uh with the little kid eye, the the you know, he has big eyes. What's his name? The one that on the watched ship? after. Oh, yeah, yeah, on the ship. um, I forget his name, Jabin or something, but he's on there. Bix. Um, Bix is on there. That's right. Mm-hmm. And then the older woman who's actually piloting the ship. And I'm wondering if there's someone else that was supposed to be on there. Bra- Brasso was his name. Okay. Yeah. Brasso. Yeah. They all made it. They're all headed off. He gave them clear instructions. So we'll see them in season two, obviously. Mm-hmm. And going to yeah. meet up with them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, solid, solid, good stuff. Um, I'm ple- I'm very pleased with what Disney is doing. They don't know what they've done for for fans who want real entertainment. They don't know. I don't think they understand what they've done. Like, they've uh, yeah, I, I think the higher ups are like, whoa, what have we stumbled upon here? I'm so glad that this is the result of our, our giving these guys the green light to do their thing because Andor is uh, it's it's intellectual. It's it's yes. you have to try to figure stuff out. It's not just handed to you and it's not just basic baby stuff, you know, Leia running um, at, at this at a snail's pace and then having to be rescued by Obi-Wan. Like that's just basic TV where you don't even have to think. You're just like, OK, yeah, it's a heist. He's going to go get her, come back and da 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 da. Yippee. And, you know, like literally like Anakin. Yippee. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I know people like Obi-Wan um, and I, I need to really try to respect that. I just really think they didn't try very hard uh, on that show, especially for the amount of time that they took uh, lifting us up high in the air on hot air balloons just to push us out to our death. You know, it's just like, what? You you waited this long for to give us this slop? Yeah. Um, slop. By the way, did we ever get Stephanie's opinion of Obi-Wan uh, on the on air, on tape, on wax? Right, we're about to right now. <laughs> so I feel like Obi-Wan's trailer was even lackluster, right? And you think, oh, they're just trying to hold back from what's coming. And then it's like, no, yes. they didn't have nothing to give us in the trailer. I don't know. There you go. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a little slapstick at times. And I I really wanted to like it, but I really do think there was like a couple moments that made it. Like when Darth Vader said, oh, what did he say? Um I'm no longer Anakin. I'm not Anakin. I'm, yes, I'm, yes, yes, when, yes. Yeah. That was the one line that like I, made I it. I killed him. It. Is what he said. Yeah. Yep. Um, that one line kind of made the whole thing worth it. Mm. You know, sitting through all the episodes, but yeah, I don't know. The costumes were cheesy to me, and to you know, they spent like 25 million an episode, and it's like it looked like paint. You know, the Inquisitors, I guess they're called. Mm-hmm. Like they, this looks so cheesy and yeah. There was even some editing issues where I think at one point Obi-Wan was like chasing Leia on the roof and then she was on the ground. She mm-hmm. like slid down something and then next thing you know, he was next to her and I was like, how did he get out yeah. from there? They Con- didn't show it. Continuity so, was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It was that kind of stuff. I was like, mm. yeah. So he, and he, then even like there was a scene when, the, when she was captured on the, on the ship and Oh, I can't even remember. It was just like, how oh. did, oh, how did, how did they plant the, how did Reva plant the chip on her when she thought she was going to kill her? 
then it was like, oh, well, don't worry. I, I put a, uh, you know, I put a, um, what do you call it? A, tracker a tracking device. Like, yeah. Why would you track her if you thought you were going to kill her? You didn't right. expect her to escape. Right. Like, it was just stuff like that. Yeah. Like, that's. Oh. When they were going to kill her. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. Got, Got you. it. That's exactly right. So it was just a, and so you basically feel like most people, um, it was not that entertaining. It was not exactly what you were looking for. Um, I, I appreciate how people feel about Darth Vader's battle scene with Obi-Wan. I appreciate that, but I, I still think like that's a non, we don't focus on that. Focus on the entire episode or the entire season. And it was terrible. And it, and hey, Ewan McGregor, like Obi-Wan. Like how how dare you mess this up out of all Star Wars things? And I still I'm not going to drop that opinion. That's just how I feel. By you, you mean Disney? Just to be clear to the listeners. Yeah, yeah, Disney. How dare Disney, Disney how mess dare drop the ball? You, Disney on drop Obi-Wan. the ball on Obi Wan. Something else I think they messed up too is like when Darth Vader pulled that ship back, you know, and uh-huh. then they like just kidding, and then they took off on the other ship. So I was watching Rogue One, and there's a scene where they they get in a ship and they take off, and I'm like. According to Obi-Wan, he should have been able to stop that ship with the force and pull it back. Yes. They're messing up other movies now because of that one scene that made no sense. Get back over here. Yeah, the Tantive for um, the ship from whatever planet they're from, uh, Alderaan. Yeah, that ship is pretty powerful even in Star Wars lore. But yeah, Vader clearly had the ability. Man, I mean it. So in in Rogue One, Vader pulls back another ship? No, no, no. No, No, he doesn't. It just like... He okay. I'm trying to remember the scene, but basically it's he the end, gets there just obviously. in time to see the ship take off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, according to Obi Wan, he should have been able to at least slow it down or do something. But he's just looking like, yeah. oh, there it goes. Yeah, I don't know. No, no, no. To that me, makes that, total that, sense, Stephanie. Yeah, when I watched, went back and watched Rogue One, I was like, see, Obi Wan messed this up for me because now I'm thinking, shouldn't he have been able to stop the ship? <laughs> right. And there's so much that they did. And it wasn't even that entertaining, and but it's it was more damaging than anything else. So you have that, and then closely related to that is how is it that Vader slices Riva's saber in half, and then uh, uses it against her, supposedly kills her again. That was dumb. Okay, all right, you're bad at killing people, Vader. Um, just kill her. The whole franchise is bad at people staying dead. Yeah, like, let them stay I dead. Just said but then. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, cauterized. So, yeah. so if she got cauterized, that makes sense. But at the same time, you're like, okay, no. then what was your intent, though, Darth Vader, Anakin? And then why was her uh, saber fixed in the next scene? And yeah, how did what's his face just drop the uh, hologram mic uh, phone thingy that Obi Wan gave him, and then it just happened to pop up with what's his face's voicemail? I mean, a lot of uh, stuff. Uh, who's just voicemail? Are you talking about uh, Bell Organa? Uh, Bell Organa? Yeah. Hey. Who? I, who yeah. Okay. I, it's it's so worthless for me to even ask these questions. I was going to ask you who and how, and nope, no, it's not worth it. it the whole show is it, it. It's yeah. It creates it creates more damage than it actually entertains. Like the the damage to entertainment ratio is way off for me. You're creating yeah. more loopholes, more plot yeah. holes than you are actually entertaining me. Last thing I'll say is that I do appreciate the the Darth Vader Obi Wan. Uh, battle. Uh, unfortunately, though, it does suffer from cheesiness. It just was not a cool looking battle. It did not look cool at all. It's like, what? Why, why would you guys go through all of this for it to look so uncool? You have all this Marvel experience. Make it look cool, like like mm-hmm. Iron Man or something. But it, it just looked weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. You guys, did you guys see Wakanda Forever? Both you guys? Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Okay, so I just wanted to say um, real quick, spoiler alert for the listeners, because this is the end of this part. We we were trying to we trying to end this like 20 minutes ago, but we're still here. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to say that I really thought that that college student. That was weird, man. From MIT, her uh, character is worthless. Yeah. Well, she's I'm so. Not gonna argue. She's gonna be Ironheart, just so you know, from Marvel yeah. Universe. That's that's nice. But, but 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 her introduction was weird, right? Like it was just yeah. plopped right into the to the writing. Like, okay. who are you again, and why should we care about you? Oh, because I made this machine that the United States is using to find um, vibranium, or uh, is it called vibranium? Mm-hmm. Uh, in the ocean, I made the machine. So N- Namor Namor needs to find. You, you're not gonna, you're not gonna use it again, though, right? You're, why did, they, why do, you, why do they come after you? I know. This makes no that sense. That a whole lot of dead people because of that one machine. Just school experiment, experiment thing she turned in. It's like, it's like, you know. and if, if Namor, Namor or whatever fish chum king can get inside Wakanda, couldn't he just go to the east coast of the United States himself and kill her? There you go. That's what I didn't like. I did not like that. I hate oh, but stuff they, like they that. They explained it. They don't want to be found out. They don't want to be found out by the rest of the world. Wakanda is known, but his kingdom is unknown. Dude, send they one of your assassins in there and kill her. They were all over the bridge. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, like there's not cameras everywhere on that bridge, right? <laughs> so, yeah, it didn't make any sense, but it wouldn't be a movie uh, especially a Marvel movie, if it made sense, it would not. It would not make it. So, yeah, I, I didn't d- realize her character is like a going to be like another character, but I felt like her suit was a little Power Ranger ish. Yes, that's what I was saying earlier, okay. Stephanie. Is how terribly yeah. done they make the female stuff. It's just like, man, why can't you make her suit as cool as Tony Stark's suit? Because in the comic oh, book, you, yeah, yeah, just make it yeah, look like as she- cool as Tony Stark's or better, not so backwards, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it is backwards. I, when, when she came on, I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is anime. <laughs> this is Gundam Wing, Robotech. Yeah, uh, all the stuff we used to watch when we were kids. It's like yes. and Tony Stark's, even uh, his wife, Pepper Pepper Potts suit. Her in suit was dope. Yes, get find that suit. That suit's way better than Ironheart's suit. So anyway, it's gonna appeal to somebody, I guess. Maybe. But in the in the comic books, if you Google Ironheart, her suit in the actual Marvel comic book looks great. It looks like a uh, basically Tony Stark suit on her physique. And then another thing was um, the Dora Milaje. No, no, actually not the Dora Milaje. Uh, Okoye, how she got kicked out of the Dora Milaje. Her new suit that was whack to me as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The uh, the Predator braids in the back and the eyes. They yeah, look weird. I didn't appreciate that. I, it felt yeah. like they were saying something with that. Yeah, they could they could make them look better. Yeah, but we have opinions on things that I guess some people just don't care about. Yeah. Um. And Ironheart, you're right. In the comics, Ironheart looks closer. She looks more akin to um Iron Man suit. Like a um, uh, with her a shape of a woman versus a man, basically an Iron Man. It just looks cooler. Yeah, but I mean, the comic cooler. book yeah. always looks cooler than the um theatrical releases, in my opinion. Yeah, that suit was garbage. You guys dropped the ball on that, Marvel. Um, anyway, hey, this is Justin here, Bradley, Stephanie, and we enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. Yeah, thank you so much for letting me be a guest. Yeah, oh, thank you absolutely. for coming. Thank you for letting yeah. us wax uh, 
horribly, uh, uh, neck, uh, pessimistically about some things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what time is it there in Maui? It is 10.15. 10.15. So you still have a whole day ahead of you here. Um, it's 1... 18, 18 p.m. here in Phoenix, and that means it's 12 18 in California, right, Brad? Yep. Thank you, um, uh, Daylight Savings, for messing up everybody's life in Arizona <laughs> and California. 100%. <laughs> they messed up our and/or viewing, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yes! It's now one o'clock! Exactly! I can't just watch it at 12 a.m. anymore. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, dude. We would come home and we'd watch it after a meeting, and it'd be like nine o'clock, and then it was like, for us, it was just a little too late. Yeah, like, 10 o'clock. 10 like, o'clock. no thanks. I'm going to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, cool. Well, thanks for joining us on this uh, episode of Gen X Reverb. This is Justin. Sorry to take over here, Bradley. Nope. Um take a, take a look at us on our Facebook page. That's Facebook forward slash Gen X Reverb. We do not get on Twitter or Instagram anymore. So if you want to go there and check us out, we're not there. Uh, I never got you. on it to begin with. Just a full disclosure to the audience there. Instagram, yeah, 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 and Facebook. You don't even check Facebook, anyway. So. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I do have it. I just never check it. So anyway, yeah, cut well, that out. <laughs> this episode is going to be really long, and I might have to make it in two episodes. Anyway, thanks, and I'm going to stop recording right now.